What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. This is Fightful Wrestling. This is your post-AEW Dynamite review for June 15th, 2022. Lord almighty, do we have a lot to talk about. A packed Dynamite and then uh, one of the biggest wrestling stories and quite honestly a long time broke today. The Wall Street Journal revealed that the WWE board is investigating Vince McMahon and effectively John Laurinaitis. Uh, due to a $3 million alleged hush money payment. there We, we did a full stream on it earlier. I've got a, an exclusive report up on FightfulSelect.com. We'll tell you about all that momentarily because uh, much like the MJF situation, much like Cody Rhodes, much like Sasha and Naomi, this Vince McMahon situation will be discussed throughout this show. It won't be something that dominates a large chunk at the beginning. It, it'll be something that we address constantly throughout the show. Uh, leave a thumbs up. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Again, I'll tell you about that in a moment. We got Alex Palowski here. He hosts Sour Graps uh, on Fightful Select, the post-NXT show here on Fightful. Alex, how you doing? Uh, I'm I'm doing well. Wednesday's uh, my favorite day of the week because I don't have to worry about critiquing anything, turning my old brain on, being like, why does this suck? I just got to watch this stuff. But then uh, in the early, in the, in the late afternoon, uh, my, my buddy texted me and we don't talk all that often. Cause he just had a kid like six weeks ago, his first kid. We don't get to talk to him much. And he doesn't really keep up with wrestling anymore, but he's like, yeah. man, I want to be a fly on the wall of Vince McMahon's office right now. Whew. And I was like, what did I miss something? And just Googled Vince McMahon and was like, Oh, so yeah, to, to be a T-Rex head on the wall of that <laughs> office right now would be something. Yeah. So I'm not going to run down the full story. I'll give you guys the Cliff's notes right here. Uh, Wall Street Journal reported today that the WDB board, which, as I as I mentioned on Fightful Select, does include Stephanie McMahon. So, yes, she knew about this when she stepped away, mm -hmm. has been investigating Vince McMahon since April. Uh, WDB's attorney claims that this was a consensual relationship. Uh, it should be noted, it isn't the woman herself that appears to be speaking out here. It appears to be one of her friends who was concerned about the situation, and this stemmed from uh, an anonymous email on March 31st, and they've been investigating uh, since April that Vince McMahon uh, not only allegedly paid this woman $1 million upon her departure, but there was going to be $2 million paid out over the next uh, couple of years. There that uh, her salary jumped from one hundred thousand to two hundred thousand when uh, her when they started a physical relationship, uh, and that she was passed off to Johnny Ace, John Laurinaitis, quote like a toy. Um, I found out a lot more information on FightfulSelect.com, like sort of when she was promoted, um, what they told me when Nia Jax posted that very ominous tweet about blackmail uh, a couple months ago about some previous John Laurinaitis concerns. Uh, one, one female wrestler told me they would much rather get their shit sent to them in a trash bag than have to deal with him. Uh, I mean, Alex, that was something I reported when he first took over, was that women had concerns about him. Uh, we've got a lot more information on FightfulSelect.com, but that's kind of what we're looking at right now. Now, here's a big uh, where it... It especially affects the board. Like, quite honestly, like, I, I don't know the nature of 
his marriage, Johnny Ace's marriage, I'm not here to judge that. I don't know the boundaries, rules, or significance of that. And that ain't my business, and I don't care. This is an employee of WWE, a publicly traded company, and with some of those funds, we hear $100,000 to $200,000, a salary gets adjusted. Now, we had heard that personal funds were used for the payoff, but if her salary increase was contingent on this, boy, that, that's something that the investors are going to have some real concerns about. Um, and also, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot to this. Again, please read the full story. Please yeah. read not only our, our aggregation, but the full story on, on uh, Wall Street Journal. And again, I've got a lot of stuff up on FightfulSelect.com about this. Uh, I also broke the news that the Young Bucks were going to win the tag titles tonight that just casually got <laughs> thrown in there around that same time. But Alex, uh, how are you feeling right now? By the way, guys, you can get in your Super Chats or Humper Chats. Humperchats.com. Uh, that allows you to leave your question or statement and get it read on the air. Alex, this is wild. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I think that... Uh, the most telling aspect of all of this is I haven't seen one take in all of, all of Twitter that was like, wow, this is surprising. Like everyone's like, well, yep, there you go. <laughs> like, it's like, no, nobody's, nobody's been like, I can't believe this. This doesn't sound like, like him or this has gotta be a hoax. This is somebody just yeah. trolling, trying to get, no, 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 no. Everyone's like, yeah, this is half this. This is a thing that probably that most likely uh, at least um, has merit to it. Um, uh, if if the fact that 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 this kind of story um, doesn't isn't immediately uh, looked at uh, with some kind of um, grain of salt or whatever, um, lets you know that that it is a fairly open secret about how that business is run just as a whole. Um, you've seen just all these people leaving left and right. And I'm not talking about being fired as, as performers in the middle of a pandemic. I'm saying the turnover they've had at corporate has been crazy. And, and I will say this, I knew nothing of it um, before tonight, but the way Stephanie McMahon exited felt a little hanky to me from the beginning. Oh, and, of course, of um, course. And I just, I didn't know what, but I was like, that other shoe is going to drop. I just don't know what it is, but that was the first thought. I was like, something is something big is brewing behind the scenes and we're just going to have to find out. Well, we've, we've got a lot to talk about. This is something that we are going to uh, get into. Van Twinblade says, this isn't exactly shocking. Uh, Michael Keyes says the lockbox is opened. Yikes! My, my immediate thought was like, so that's what was in the lockbox. Yeah. That's what Vince wanted hidden, and that's why he made sure Shane never brought that forward. Anonymous says, did they have to put Max Caster on Rampage in case they have to edit his rap? I don't think he was planned for Dynamite, but uh, I, I did appreciate him being like, I hear you guys. Yeah. I, I hear you. Uh, but uh, guys, uh, as far as like stuff like this, um, Jambeard says, didn't Vince also have allegations against him in the 80s from a female ref? Yes, but if you're asking us to answer that, 
that is easily researchable. That is very easily researchable. Uh, there you go. Uh, Boris says, old, who bought MJF's ticket? New, who talked to the Wall Street Journal? I mean, there's one person who's consistently rumored within the company, but we'll see. And, and Alex was talking, I was talking to him off the air. Somebody said, how didn't any wrestling media know about this? I asked them when the, the Nia Jax tweet happened. I asked them when the Stephanie McMahon thing happened. I said, is there something grander going on here? What's going on? Like, what's what's up? This this intentionally made its way to somebody, whether it be someone close to the person or someone in the company. Uh, we'll see. Connor says, should it does the family make a statement? No, nope. It's it's being handled in a legal capacity yeah, right now. Absolutely. Um, I want to address this. Jerry says, can you admit, Sean, that you're enjoying this because it attracts many AEW criticism? buddy tell me what what are you rocking with is it is it one or two inches is it one or two inches because let me tell you we're gonna be talking about jeff hardy here in a little yeah, bit we, we sure are uh i talked about jeff hardy today uh, i'm gonna be talking a lot about gang wars with a z today i'm gonna be talking about a horrible setup for one of the, the forbidden door matches today jerry come on buddy Come on, buddy. You got to do better than that, Jerry. You got to do better than that, Jerry. It ain't it ain't going to fix you, pal. Whatever pain you're going through, it ain't going to get fixed that way. But uh, get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. We still got more about Vinny and Johnny Ace. JP Sork said, McDonald's CEO in 2019 was removed for a lot less. Hard to believe Vince can survive this. McDonald's CEO didn't have 80% of voting power either. Right. Like, that's... Yeah. That's yeah, the, and the, the situation and, that and they're like, in. At the, even at the time, and certainly now, I couldn't tell you who the McDonald's mm -hmm. CEO is. But Vince McMahon is a fully public-facing figure that that still has a, a kind of hold over over a certain percentage of his fans, um, of the fans of the company. That like he, for to a lot of people, Vince McMahon is the WWE. And he will always be the WWE, and he will he will lean on that as like I even if I did this, and I didn't do it, I'm I'm you, you can't take me out of here because the whole company will collapse without me. And it absolutely won't. That much right. I assure you, it oh, will absolutely. not collapse without but Vince that, McMahon. That, that's going to be his argument. In fact, I would I would say that it would thrive. Uh, Bako Five says, "Is WWE now sponsored by Blue Chew, buddy?" We ain't, we ain't doing their read tonight. I'll do respect. Like that is a little too sensitive of a topic there. Yep. I mean, we, we haven't heard that anything was not consensual, but we definitely heard of some abuse of power type of dynamics there. Right. Um, there, there was one indication that maybe that that woman, and this is again, not from her directly. This is per mm. the people that spoke had indicated that she was struggling with money. And then all of a sudden, poof, here's this raise. Right. Um, I've got some more, information on select but uh, alexander says this is one of the rare moments when wwe news takes over the 15 minutes of an AEW review but it's bad news yeah yeah and i don't, I don't like that i mean I, I know that that tweet earlier was like oh don't you like it because no i don't like this right. i do not like this right. um at all and steven says lots of posts on reddit and other news sites crediting srs directly uh, stating Triple H leaked these. Can you categorically say that you've not said so? 
Yes, I can categorically say that not only that, I have never once alluded to it. Um, right. e- like it was never even, it's never even been suggested to me that Triple H leaked these at all, period. Yeah. I have never reported that Triple H, I've never reported that anybody specifically leaked it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in, in this type of situation where you always get the speculation of this got leaked, of course, uh, somebody yeah. had to leak it. When when people say, oh, well, you, you got leaked info. Well, duh. How the th- do you think I cook it up myself? Like this yeah. stuff comes from somebody. Somebody it always is the source. Uh, but I have never reported that Triple H did, did that. Um, and someone says, LOL, sexual coercion is not consensual. Quit saying that. Well, we didn't say that. In fact, I specifically, uh, mentioned that there were, uh, coercive aspects to this. We just haven't heard uh, how that was suggested or anything like that. We don't have the information on what was suggested or anything like that. That hasn't emerged yet or how this situation started. We just know the details that are out there right now. And I don't think... Further details will come out. And when yes. those come out, yes. we can parse them at that point. What what exactly. has been said is that th- there, there has been admitted to a consensual affair. Whether yes. it was more than that, we don't know yet. We can speculate all the live long day, but we don't know that for a fact yet. Yeah. And uh, until we get that information, like I, I don't feel really safe speculating on that aspect of it. Um one end hasn't spoken that we know of, and the other end has said that it was consensual. And obviously, there are some coercive, it, some coercive uh, undertones and implications here, and that isn't something we're glossing over or implying. Right. It absolutely was consensual. I don't know. I wasn't there yet. We're gonna find out. We're gonna work to find it out. Sean, are you working on getting that Raj Geary info? Yes. Yes, I know what he's talking about. No, I won't talk about it until I know that it's happening. So sorry, guys, but I can't speculate on that. Uh, Nathan says, when stuff like this pops up, we usually see lots of skeletons come out of the closet. Might be the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, um, I, I I think there were. I think there, there, yeah. there were are going to be more things that emerge and more details. I mean, within, within the hour, I was able to find out some additional details. So what else we got here? Roy says, I don't think sexual coercion is ever consensual. Again, please read the information that we have. That's what we're able to talk about. That's what we're able to sort of lean into we are not allowed to lean into completely speculatory aspects of this. As more information comes out, we're, we're able to, and we're able to talk more about it. Uh, Keith says this in- investigation was internal and it appears from the article and known by the board. So are we saying this was leaked? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the board, I, I mean, they kept it quiet for two months, but I mean, at some point it came out and the information was, was fed to somebody so, I mean, it had to have been leaked by somebody, and there, there's nothing wrong with that. It, this is the type of thing that I think should be known, especially yeah. based on what we've heard about well, it. It's like, a publicly traded company. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Trying to track down these other super chats. Matt says, to steal a line from Cody Rhodes, what would you like to talk about? <laughs> 
And Act Ishikawa says, if this story is proven to be correct, do you think Vince would step down or would he stay on? Oh, I think he'd try to stay on, Alex, but I don't think he should. Well, they're definitely going to set up uh, John Laurinaitis as the fall guy. They're going to have him make some kind of statement like it was all his doing or whatever and and try and force him out in that way, uh, trying to trying to save Vince, I feel like is, is, the, is the first move. But whether or not Vince decides this is the reason he's going to step aside, I don't honestly don't know. And I want to address this one last time. Ruth says, look up sexual coercion definition. If Vince holds a salary over someone's head until they sleep with him, it is what it is. That's not speculation. That's what it is. Your comment is speculative, right? Ruth. Again, we know, we, we've heard that her salary increased. We don't know if it was held over somebody's head yet. We do not know. We don't know if that's what indicated it or if the raise was a justification of the promotion, so so to speak. There are a lot of facts and gaps that that can't form the bridge that you are making there yet. Maybe it will. Maybe it will. But uh, we can't jump to that necessarily. There are some puzzle pieces that look like they could fit together, absolutely. But that hasn't necessarily been reported as of yet. Uh, there have been some things that indicate that that could be possible for sure. Right. But again, we're waiting until we get... If this uh, turns out to be sexual coercion, then absolutely, that is not consensual. Not consensual. 100% not whatsoever. consensual. We don't know for a fact yet that it is sexual coercion. And so us speculating so on a platform like this is not helpful to anybody, I think. Um, and also, uh, we don't know that it was consensual. We know that one side said it was. So there mm -hmm. you go. And Simmons says, is this connected to Nia's tweet a while ago? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Matthew Plus says, I'll never understand why De Vince took WWE public. Because he's trading stocks all the time. You would kill every, every now and then you'll see like Vince McMahon sold a, a several thousand shares. I mean, that's, that's yeah. one of the reasons why. So, um, my gosh, this, there's just, there's a lot here, and we're going to keep going back into it. Mm -hmm. Wrestle Voice says, just a donation for you guys being objective and running through sources before releasing anything. Again, more more respect for Fightful due to journalistic integrity. Thanks for what you all do. Well, don't come to us for professionalism. We'll try to have a little bit of integrity. But professionalism ain't it. Uh, keep sending in Super Chats, guys. Uh, we, will, we will get back to this. We are coming back to this. Uh, Jay says, good point on the voting power. Jambeard says, Jerry acting like a real Jerry right now. And Michael Keyes says, Jerry's pecker, worker or shoot. Oh, buddy, that's a working, that's a working penis. He ain't really using that. Not for a shoot, buddy. Um, and we got a very nice donation uh, from Melissa who says that we don't have to mention her on the air, but we're gonna because she's just really, really nice. Oh, we kick off with Chris Jericho and Ortiz. Mm-hmm. And there have been a lot of question marks around Ortiz and Santana. Santana hasn't been around much lately. He ended up helping out a lot but uh, at the end of this. But Ortiz ends up taking the L here, getting his head buzzed. But I thought it worked out really well. They did it without, like, humiliating him. Mm -hmm. They did it, and it built to the next, built to the match. Because he just... He took the 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 razor to his head or the the trimmer to his head, blood and guts, blood and guts, blood and guts, 
I love it. He's like, I don't care. I know the drill. I watched Raven and TNA. I know my skull, skull's about to bleed. I know the drill here. We saw Santana back out there, which is great because mm-hmm. a little fun fact, those two have not teamed in a two-on-two tag team match yeah. since February. Been it's been Battle Royals, Six Mans, all that stuff. Alex, what do you think of this opening segment? Um, I mean, uh, I I thought it was I thought it was well handled. I I loved Kingston being out there by himself, uh, and at one point just deciding to take on the entire Jericho Appreciation Society uh, was very good. The, the match the match was what it was. Um, the whole thing like make, making it personal, making it into a brawl, whatever. Um, I I I will admit to be to being to being worked to being swerved by the ending of this um i i it was it was it was very very well done the way they 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 got to the end of this match um uh and and i i certainly have my thoughts about about where this is going um but i yeah fuego coming out <laughs> to to hit ortiz with the bat um uh and i was like et tu fuego Really, you're you're gonna come out here and do this? And I was like, you know, honestly, like that would that could make sense. The, why why wouldn't the Jericho Appreciation Society keep expanding, keep adding guys who can take pinfalls for Jericho? Like that that's a that's a perfectly good thing. You could do a whole thing where he takes the mask off and then he starts dressing like Daniel Garcia and stuff. I was for the twelve seconds we thought it was actually Fuego. I convinced myself this was an interesting angle, and going forward, I was all about it. And then, of course, they swerved us. Jambeard says that Fuego is the true Judas in his mind. That was a good swerve, because uh, Fuego has been adjacent to a lot of of that uh, sure. of a lot of the babyface stuff, and everybody has kind of indicated they got a soft spot for Fuego on the roster. People will help him out. But what a good swerve. It's Sammy and the crowd hated it. And that's a good thing. They hated it. Because remember, Sammy didn't have an issue with Jericho. He had an issue with the issues. That's what he had a problem with. He picked his side. I loved it. I thought that was so great. It was a wonderful touch. Um, But Ricardo says, spoilers needed missed the first hour well we've got uh plenty to talk about here brent lockman says ortiz shaved his head like a badass and again like i'm watching the show my wife goes his head is it supposed to bleed and i said if you've seen any wrestling head shave you know what's happening the head's sweaty you gotta go at it aggressively that's the only way to do it daniel says so is it santana wheeler mox eddie and ortiz hell if i know at this point Hell if I know. They're, they, they're just interchanging people, people that I forget are even involved. They're popping back up. Uh, we'll see how it hashes out, but I don't have an answer for that yet. Um, E-Rob says, really didn't need a what if Jericho pretended to have the hair of a black person joke from Regal, but yeah, Jericho is more Jericho and Ortiz is more fun than I thought it would be. Um, I think that Regal has been a miss on commentary and the mic here and there. Uh, throughout his AEW run, there, I mean, there's been several times he's missed his time, right? Which isn't good. Uh, it, there have been a few times it feels like he's putting himself over a little more on commentary, and that's not necessarily something we need. He's regal. We don't need him to put himself over because he's regal. Yeah. 
uh, I, I, gen- I generally enjoy him. Uh, I think that there are certain times where he gets a little ahead of himself and is having a little bit too much fun. Look, it's a little fast and loose, um, which yeah. I, which I get. I will say the, the first thing, first thought I had when it was revealed that Sammy was basically the newest member, the new number two of the Jericho Appreciation Society. I was like, anything to keep this dude as far away from the TNT title as possible. That's all I got to say. And it's it, this is a perfect role for him. He was always, uh, you know, Jericho's little brother. Like, it's a perfect place for him to slide back into now that he's become the scumbag heel. And he can bring his girlfriend. She's going to get them all kinds of heat. Ty's going to get them all kinds of heat. This is what they need for this, for this, uh, for this uh, what is it now? Six of them. Seven if you count Ty Conti. Yeah, so Sammy and Ty Conti are both a part of this. Uh, Michael asks if I have any news on Naito's status for Forbidden Door. I, I don't. Unfortunately, I wish I did. I- I'm not trying to uh, waste your-, your super chat or anything like that. So apologies. I just don't have that information. I wish I did. Obviously, they would want him for Forbidden Door. But uh, later on in the show, another big name was implied that that he wasn't that Okada wasn't going to be a part of the show. So that would be a bummer, too. Roy says this elevates the Fuego Nyla feud on Twitter. Well, I mean, it wasn't actually Fuego. So Jambeard put Sammy and Garcia together as a second tag team in Yas, called them the Jericho Lionhearts. That would actually be a really good tag team, I sure. think. Yeah. Brian Doyle says he loves it when Regal calls Excalibur Man in the Mask. It is good. All Elite Dan. So happy to see Sammy finally away from the TNT title. We need Santana and Ortiz away from Jericho so they can get some titles. I wish they would. I mean, they almost to the point to where I'm not saying the ship has sailed, but it's like they they didn't capitalize it when they should have. On when they should have. Shot Kid says maybe the cat maybe Sammy is the catalyst to make Garcia defect to the BCC down the road. I would love to see that. I would love to see that friction causing that. And it's like Sammy is the toxic one all along that causes issues for everybody. Of course, it's great. Joel, if this Sammy thing doesn't lead to Daniel getting turned on or leaving to join VCC, what yeah. are we doing? Seems like a lot of people are on the same page there. I, I love the idea of, of those two guys, each of them wanting to be Jericho's favorite. And uh, and then Garcia realizing mm-hmm. this is not where he needs to be at all. That's a really good story to run. We've got Alan Marks. Uh, actually, sorry, that was uh, about the Wall Street Journal story. I want to get through this Daniel comment first. He says, I'm not saying that everyone needs this, but I believe some, re- believe some wrestlers should just take time off. I believe uh, Sammy uh, would have been better off my screen for a while. They do that here and there. They they uh, regularly give people some time off, and, mm-hmm. and I think that that's a good move to make. Cher, who's at the show, says, hey, hi, hello, have a good show. And Angel says, much love to the entire Fightful crew. Thanks for the awesome work you do. I know things aren't always easy in your line of work. And I hope you know how appreciated you are. Hey, ultimately, we get to talk to you guys about wrestling. I mean, it's yeah. not always fun, the stuff that we're covering. But there there have been so many times I've been like, should I go and do something else? And then I think, well, what would I do? I would come home and I'd get on a camera and I'd talk about wrestling with you guys yeah. some more. So might as well do it for a living. And I appreciate you guys for making it possible. Andrew says FTR versus MJF and Spears Pinnacle Implosion Part Two. We still never got the official official breakup of the Pinnacle. Yeah. yeah. Ryan says is the Raj story about it that NXT wrestler that got released, or is this a new one that's happening? It is not about the NXT wrestler that got released. Yeah. Uh, I spoke with him. 
I know who it's about, but uh, again, I'm not even going to speculate on it until I get some word. When I asked WWE today about it, they said, not that we know of, but that could be a not that we know of yet type of right. thing. Because uh, I, I trust Raj's reporting and his, his sources as well. Sierra says, first time humper chat ahead of tonight's Dynamite, mainly because I'm graduating college today. Yeah. Probably won't be home for Dynamite, but I will be for the post show. You guys helped me laugh through some horrible times, so I thank you. Sierra, you help us through some horrible times because we get to come here and talk to people like you. Congratulations. It is uh, It makes us very happy to hear that all the time. But we are a half an hour in, and we are only one segment in, so let's talk about... Uh, Wardlow. I was very excited for this. Mm -hmm. And I get some people will think that it's mindless beat em up fun. It wasn't for me. Like, I'm sorry, man. When you stack up four people and like one of their shoulders are on the mat, I'm like, hey, maybe just adjust the rules over the top rope or something. Sure. Or, sure. or, or maybe people can tap out out of fear or something like that. Did I enjoy watching him powerbomb people uh, to the point to where some of them got like Sid Shawn Michaels with the over rotation <laughs> that I really liked? Yeah. Yes. But I, I just, well, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. It, it didn't live up to expectations. Yeah. I don't know what I expected. Cause what, cause, cause thinking about like, like pinning one guy at a time with 20 dudes would, would take a while. Yeah. So, so this might have been it, but I, I guess I just wish that he had – I don't know why it's a small thing. I wish that he had rotated the guy on top onto his back so he was pinning all guys on their back because the one guy on top who was always face down, and so you're not pinning that guy. You're yeah. using him to pin the other dudes, and that's yes. not the same thing. But also it just felt repetitive. Like four dudes rush him. He knocks all of them out, stacks them all up, pins them, and then the next four dudes do it. Like have have like ten of them get counted out at once. I don't care. Like he here's, he here's, clotheslines them all out, and he throws a bunch of people onto the pile, right. and he says count them, and you yeah. count to ten, and then you got like ten people out. I here's what I thought was happening. I thought they were holding out one really big dude yeah. who was going to come down after the nineteen of them had already been pinned. And that guy was going to get in the ring, and Wardlow was going to immediately squash. Yeah, that it's it's fighting Taka and Razor after fighting a bunch of foot right. soldiers. Of yes. course, yeah, like, common that's what sense. I thought they were building to, and it turns out they didn't build to that at all. Um, I I I still think um, it's impressive that Wardlow just tossing all these guys around, but it's there was it, there wasn't a whole lot of story to it, I guess. And yeah. now now we'll see what they do now. Like like Wardlow moving on to the TNT title. Um, uh, makes sense. Um, I, I, I like that direction for him. So Sawyer says, I popped for Dasha saying the case is dismissed, but this is a waste of Wardlow's momentum. Dasha was great there. I really awesome. liked that. Uh, Michael says that he hated the segment. Love Wardlow, hated this. Uh, I'll tell you what scared me when they show Matt Hughes there ringside. And, you know, I got a lot of people that said, he could barely walk. What's wrong with him? Well, I'll tell you, fellas. Yeah. He got hit by a fucking train five years ago. Yes, he did. And completely separate of that, if you do like any research on Matt Hughes, 
probably shouldn't have him on screen anyway. He is he was well known before that. In his own book, he made himself look like a horrible person. Uh, if if you do one thing tonight, go read Sean McCorkle's review of Matt Hughes's book. Sean McCorkle is another UFC fighter, and he read this book and he was just so he was in such disbelief that Matt Hughes would write this wild shit about himself that he reviewed it on the Sherdog forums. It is insane, but I was horrified when I saw Matt Hughes getting in that that ring, Alex. Yeah, like I I didn't know about the other stuff you mentioned, but I knew that dude had been hit by a train and had a horrific brain injury and was moving around. Like at one point in his life, fairly recently, he had been hit by a train and had a horrific brain injury. Yeah. So when, when, when they, Matt Hughes, also Tyron Woodley, but mostly like just the idea of Dan Lambert going, Matt Hughes, get him. What the hell is Matt Hughes supposed to do? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I see, I see a lot of people saying, don't know Matt Hughes. It's okay if you don't know, but I mean, okay. Any even like remotely casual MMA fan does know who Matt Hughes is. He's one of the greatest UFC fighters of all time. He won the UFC welterweight title, defended it like five times. He won it twice. He beat GSP. He beat BJ Penn. He is well known. Like he was a very important part of the UFC gaining popularity. And he stopped fighting a decade ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only reason that I know anything about him is because I was working at Fightful and have, yes. therefore had to be at least in an ancillary way into the MMA world. So I remember when he got hit by the train. Yeah. But I was, I, but I, Horrifying. Did, I like that's the whole thing of, of you could just tell by the way he was moving, even if he didn't know anything about his story, that guy's in no shape to fight anybody. And ultimately it was harmless. So sure, whatever. Sure. If I didn't know all the other stuff about him, I'd be right. like, uh, okay, they got him a nice little pop hometown. Sure. That's cool. Get him in a ring. But it just, I'm glad that it it didn't he didn't do anything. Uni Vahainer says, surprised it took this long to dual stream on here and YouTube. Yeah, we are uh, live streaming on twitch.tv slash fightful gaming. Give us a subscribe over there. We would greatly appreciate it. Distri says, another Ninja Turtles reference. The last one was Turtle in Time. Turtles in Time, more money for you. Buddy, I grew up on them. I grew up on Turtles. I love it. Corey says Yas would be a good trio title contender with Jericho, Sammy Garcia. Well, that's the good thing about the trios titles. Whenever they introduce them, you can have a main event level talent elevate some other people with it as well. Yeah. Shot kids says another great episode of dynamite on an uneventful Wednesday. <laughs> nothing else of note happened. Nothing at all. Everything is fine. It always happens during listening your boy, Alex. Like I always get yeah. one of those, hey, those messages. Time. Chris says, had swimmer's ears for over a week now. This crowd cleared that shit up. Have a dollar for each day I couldn't hear. Hey, listen, I hope you go deaf if that's the case. No offense. No offense, buddy. But if you're giving us a dollar, here we go. King nerd. Actually, you know, we got closed captioning. We're good. We're good. Yeah. King nerd says, going to my first AEW show in Detroit, hoping for a pizza cutter spot in Little Caesars Arena. Pizza, pizza. I wouldn't count on it. No. But Alicia Ellis did say she got immediately uncomfortable seeing Matt Hughes. Uh, me too, for, for numerous reasons. Uh, back to Johnny Ace and Vince. Jam Beard notes, here I thought Johnny Ace going back to the DBS division is the only thing we had to worry about with him and the women. 
Uh, that was another aspect of my Fightful Select story. Please subscribe. And Alex, a part of, the, of what I reported, as I mentioned, when he came on board, that, that people, women in WWE were concerned about his hiring practices, about the direction that the women's division would go. And I would say, fairly objectively, that for the most part, it has went that way. We get the two to three minute matches. Yep. Uh, there are some exceptions, like Becky's usually involved in something important. Granted, she's been involved in the 24-7 title matches the last two weeks. Um, but that was that was certainly a concern that we heard about. Yeah, uh, immediately that, those things started to surface. Um, I mean, not I mean not not only just from not only from the from the the women that we were was who were employed there, but I mean almost universally uh, female fans that I knew of who had been watching during that time when he was in charge. I were like, oh no, we can't go back to that. We we just can't go back to that. Um, they were immediately like, we don't want any of that anymore. Um, and and some of it's been bad. Some of it's been fine. Like you can't you can't keep you can't like say, okay, now Becky, you got to start wrestling two minute matches now. Like everyone recognizes that Becky, Bianca, Oscar, the top of the card, they're all all going to be fine. It's the stuff underneath the Queen's Crown tournament where all of the matches put together were like 12 minutes. Like, that comes to mind. Um, but but also there's the other stuff about dress sexier. Like, I don't know exactly how much his influence was in NXT, but the whole thing with the Ember, with Ember Moon, now Athena, her, her response to everyone come in, everyone should dress like Mandy Rose type of a thing. Everyone should be more sexy. Is that also part of it uh, as well? So, yeah, I know he's... he's I, I haven't read a lot of, like... Hey, Johnny Ace is here. Great. Everyone's really happy about that kind of kind of comments. Oh, man. Um, Roy says, does Michael Cole talk about how disappointed everyone is in the unprofessionalism of John Laurinaitis Friday? Boy, does that ever age horribly, Alex? Yeah. yeah. When you had, when I don't want to say you, Alex Pawlowski didn't have. I didn't have it. Vince had um, them go out and say, summarily and unprofessionally walked out like come on man that ages horribly yeah no you can't you can't be be having people talk about unprofessionalism when i mean like vince was would you think vince would probably be party to the fact that they were investigating him like like they should they, he, he probably knew about it but taking depositions or something maybe but the idea they'd be like oh this is going to surface here in the next month or so there's no way it's not gonna let me make sure everyone knows that i i tr i do as i say not as i do type of stuff it's just yikes guys obviously we're probably gonna hang around a little extra time tonight uh bry harper says cm punk is always right i don't know if he touched this one i not don't know if he touched this one this one uh, yeah. serena d seemed to have been right yeah S Serena Deeb was, um, but there you go. JDB Pringle says Nikita Lyons outfit probably. Listen, let's let's avoid that type of stuff. Yeah. Let's avoid speculative stuff about that specifically. Yeah. There's enough like damning accusations out there to where we don't need to fantasy book like things like that. Yeah. That's not something I'm comfortable with. Fantasy booking horrible shit that's happened to people. Yeah. Uh, Anna Heel Dawes says, could this have implications with sponsors? Great coverage, guys. Absolutely it could. And yeah. that's where, again, if you're a Vince McMahon and you say, do I want to kill what I created type of thing, 
this could have some major stuff with some major implications. Could. Brent says, feels like what took Weinstein down. Here's for all you do, as I imagine you haven't had a break since this afternoon. Uh, I'm not here to apply levels to any of this, but um, this, this, I'm not going to say it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's not bad or anything. It's just, they're, they're different situations. So I don't think it's fair to compare one to the other. I think each situation like that should probably be handled individually out of respect to the people that are affected by that. Yeah. Shot Kid says, for anyone wondering, Max Caster did get a quick shot in on the Rampage tapings. Ooh. Well, that'll be interesting to turn in, too. I'm working this Friday. <laughs> I'm working this Friday, guys. <laughs> it's official. Alan says, is this was reported by Wall Street Journal? I would assume they have done their due diligence before publishing their story. Yes. However, there are always those situations where it's like, why did you include that? Like the Wall Street Journal including a passage from John Laurinaitis's WWE.com profile, which is kayfabe, referring to him as one of Vince McMahon's closest confidants. And I'm like, that's that's not, I mean, maybe he is, but that's kayfabe right there. Yeah. It's kayfabe. Oh, man. We got Shot Kids saying, WWE's fan base still che- cheered on Hogan and Warrior after the terrible things they've spouted over the years. Tells you everything right there. This, again, I think is different. Um, and Hogan got booed quite a bit as well upon yeah. his returns. Yeah. So. Hobo in the Corner says, Tony, I'm begging you. Invest in Sunny Kiss as a talent. I love the commercial spot, but I wish that wasn't the first time I've seen Sunny Kiss on TV in two years. I agree. Put Sunny Kiss in something. Like, sure. I, I enjoy Sunny Kiss's work. Uh, yeah. I, I, I love Sunny Kiss on Lucha Underground, too. So, yeah. I mean, the, the the later episodes of Lucha Underground, Sunny Kiss was the highlight for me because Sunny stood out. I, I, I did because they ran at least twice tonight the Sunny Kiss Pride Month spot. Um, yeah, and it feels a little hollow to do to show that on Pride Month because it's like, hey, this is cool. We got, we have you know um, we have this you know non-binary uh, gender fluid. Uh, wrestler um, uh, trans feminine that's awesome but I don't know the last time that Sonny wrestled on Dynamite which is the show that you're doing right now it's a couple years ago like so maybe let's do something with it if it's if it's convenient for you to be like hey look over here look how progressive we are we we employ this person well maybe then you should actually put that person on TV if you're not if it's not Pride Month Brent says, uh, I too was hoping for some kind of super shredder moment at the end of the match. Hey, I'm all here for the Ninja Turtles references. And uh, I believe somebody asked me if I had seen anything about the new game. Uh, Yes, I'm, I will be buying any Ninja Turtles stuff. That's it's, it's, it is a spiritual sequel to Turtles in Time. I'm going to play through that thing five times this weekend. My favorite game of all time is Turtles in Time. So my favorite game. You you on PS5? What system you on? Uh, I I can I'm, I'll get it on PS5. I, I was wondering if I was going to do Xbox or PS5. Listen, let's do PS5. If we can play online, if we can team yeah. online, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll let's find a it. way to expense your PS Plus. Even <laughs> <laughs> I got that. I got that premium gimmick, buddy. We're oh, gonna we're yeah. we're gonna put it on Twitch. Hey Jimmy, <laughs> sorry, buddy. <laughs> oh man. 
Yeah. Uh, what do we got here? Man, we got so many super chats, and I appreciate you guys so much. Ollie for Americans says, any Kenny Omega update? Buddy, when you see the laundry list of shit that guy was working with, you're going to be amazed he could stand up. Like I, Sports hernia, vertigo, knee issues, shoulder issues, yeah. um, lots of stuff. Bryce says, get more women for Forbidden Door. Get any. How about that? Let's start with any. Sawyer says, not familiar with the train guy. <laughs> But sort of makes sense for Lambert to send a heel after Wardlow, which makes the booking even more confusing. I don't think that Matt Hughes's shittiness is like widely known. So right. Irene says any angle he's involved in is consistently the worst part of the show. What value does this guy have? Is he secretly under contract? I mean, I did expect him to say something like, Oh, you ran through 20 guys faster than Ty Conti or something like that, but he didn't. He, he was able to keep himself from it. He did. Listen, you know who I who I compared him to? And he, listen, you'll, you'll know him. I'm not going to say it because I don't think it's aged well. But a lot of you guys will recognize who I thought Dan Lambert reminds me of. Because anytime he gets a mic, he can't help himself, friends. He's this guy. Yep. He's absolutely this guy. That's who he was. And fortunately, we avoided that this time. Yes. Todd Starr said, The build for Forbidden Door has been really weird. Almost killed off all my interest in it. I think I need an AEW break, and they're making it easy for me the next couple of weeks. I could see that with some of the Forbidden Door stuff. It, it was a very Gang Wars episode. Mm. And if you know, that ain't that ain't necessarily for me. Alicia says, looks like Lee Moriarty is calling out Takeshita on Twitter by trashing Cinnabon. I would love that match. I would love, holy shit. Black Macro Kid said, just read the Matt Hughes book review. Glad the train thing happened. Jeez. Uh, but uh, listen, before you judge that comment, and I'm not saying I'm happy it happened, <laughs> read Sean McCorkle's review of that book legitimately. You're going to be, Alex. I think that could be assigned reading for you and Kate might, on might have to be on Sour Graps this okay. week, or maybe a Sour Graps special. Maybe, yeah. Osprey versus Dax. Dax Harwood. Jesus. Phil Lindsay. I, I want to give Phil Lindsay his flowers because he was right on the money. Right on the money. Dax has got to be in Wrestler of the Year contention oh, at absolutely. this point. One hundred percent. We're we're over halfway through the year. This guy's this guy has to be included in that. Like, we, he has to be included in that. I, I I mean, top five surely. He's he's been consistently overperforming in both singles and tag matches. Uh, I he's. I always thought this guy's this guy's a sneaky good wrestler. He just decided in 2022 I'm going to prove to people I might be the best in the world. That's crazy. And he's, he's going out there and doing it every single time. He's incredible. Singles, uh, tag team, trios, doesn't really matter. Oh, uh, Lee Moriarty versus Takeshita is for prestige this weekend. Wow. Wow. I can't, I, I can't wait to check that out. But um, Dax is just so unbelievably good. Will Ospreay is so incredible in the ring. Uh, CM Punk Rock says, did you catch Excalibur say, and of course, Kenny Omega, 
when he was uh, hyping the Mox Tanahashi match during the Osprey match? Is that an oopsie? I don't know uh, if I, I didn't catch it. I don't know if it's an oopsie, but he did say, holy F balls, the Billy Goat Dax match on free TV. This was an incredible match. Doug Khan says Dax Harwood front runner wrestler of the year. Somehow like he's like 10 years in and 10, 12 years in. And he's like in contention for breakout wrestler of the year too. Like yeah. he's, he's so good, Alex. He's, he, he's, he's so good. And, and uh, it's one of those things of like, he's, he just, he knows all of his limitations and he works directly opposite those. Like in, in ways that like everything, like I'm not going to do flips. I'm not, I'm not super fast. I'm not super strong. I'm just, I'm just a, a, a consummate professional grappler. And he just goes out there and, and does it every single time and tells fantastic stories. Uh, I've, I was all, listen, from the first match I ever watched the revival wrestle, I was like, that dude is really interesting. Just the way he moved. I liked, I liked, uh, you know, dash as well. But like Scott Dawson was like this thing. Like I really like this thing, and since then I've only become a bigger and bigger fan of him. Okay, so since Raj has put it out there, and again I want to reiterate, I haven't confirmed this. Mm-hmm. Not only that, when I asked WWE, they said they had not heard such a thing yet. Raj Geary says I'm hearing that Sasha Banks has been released. Don't know if she if it was requested or on WWE's end. I want to reiterate, I have not confirmed this. I have not specified that. I spoke with Raj earlier. I tried to cross-reference it. I didn't get anybody uh, to confirm it. Uh, In fact, um, the WWE source that I reached out to said they hadn't heard it yet, hadn't went through talent relations, no internal memos had been released as of yet. So I just want to specify that. Uh, But there you go. You guys wanted us to talk about it. Obviously, uh, Ryan says, I've seen people speculating if it's Charlotte getting released since uh, she was in St. Louis tonight for Dynamite. Don't know if that's true or not. No. That is not the rumor whatsoever. But let's see. Okay. No. A person that would usually tell me that has not told me any of that yet. But okay. Alan Mark says, SRS and Alex on a toy hunt for TMNT. Please <laughs> add Danhausen. I'm not jumping into Ninja Turtles, man. That is too slippery of a slope. I don't have the disposable income that I once had. I just bought a house. Can't do it, man. <laughs> Kylie says, now we get OC versus Osprey, which should be fun. So we get gang wars, mm-hmm. Alex. Yep. We get all of Osprey's buddies. Then we get some people that aren't really Dax's buddy, which they they just kind of came out. It's Rapunzel Trent Vi- and Romero, but yeah, they, they got Vice, mutual respect. They they also have they have their own beef with the other guys. The enemy of my enemy is my friend type of thing. I'm I'm okay with that. And I, I was looking at this and I was like, well, there's five guys here and there's four guys here. If only we had an extra dude to do a giant 10-man tag match. I didn't realize we were going to get that singles match because I was thinking, oh, we're going to get a giant 10-man tag match that'll be all balls to the wall. I just wonder who that 10th guy is going to be. And then, of course, we got Orange Cassidy coming out. Um, so yeah, that, that is a, a very, uh, intriguing little development. Uh, this is what forbidden door should be is just really cool things. You didn't think you needed. And here they are right in your lap and you get to watch it. 
Well, we're ready to open up a lot of forbidden doors. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Get a great deal. Get 30 days money back. Get an extra month free. But not only that, now Nord has a series of new plans. They got the basic, which has uh, your, your standard Nord uh, VPN. But not listen, with that VPN, think of all the things you can do. You can change your virtual location with just one click. You can access services from overseas. I was able to get uh, the UFC pay-per-view this weekend at a much more reduced rate than uh, I would have here in the States. But that's the standard. You get that VPN. Then with Plus, you get a VPN plus the pass. Then with Complete, you get VPNs, passes, and a locker. You can enjoy the leading VPN service and malware blocker. Generate and store strong passwords. Protect files in an encrypted cloud cloud with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And it works on all your devices. Oh, it's a good deal, my friends. Plus, you can you can get greater deals on a lot of different services. A lot of the wrestling services that you use now, hey, maybe you miss WWE Network. You can subscribe to it uh, via a Canadian source with the NordVPN.com slash Fightful. It's a good time. I love it. I use it daily. Daily. In fact, just last night, my PlayStation had some pretty slow speeds mm. and I call up my ISP and I said, Hey bro, what's going on? And they said, well, sometimes because you've got a dynamic ISP, it, PlayStation gets an ISP or, or an IP address that you don't like or that they don't like rather. Sorry, I got a little confused there. So I said, bump that applied NordVPN to my router. Uh, and all of a sudden, I got better speeds as a result because I, I was not I need waiting. To try that because I, I took me like six hours to download the game the other night. Yeah, I was running at like twelve Mbps oh, on my no. PS5, and they, they said, "Oh, it's because you have a dynamic IP, and maybe PlayStation did like that one." Well, you know what? I changed my IP thanks to NordVPN.com/slash Fightful. What else do we got here? Lots of stuff. Eric Marsh says Dax Horwood, wrestler of the year. He's been absolutely amazing in tag and singles matches this year. I think yep. he's got to be in the in the conversation. And Ready yep. Set Mech says tonight's show was amazing. The main event was predictable, but the match kicked ass. And I feel like Dax and Will was match of the night. I was hooked. Hey, listen, if you felt like that was match of the night, I you know what? I wouldn't blame you. It was an incredible yep. match. Osprey is a main event caliber talent. And um and Dax has just proven himself to, to be incredible constantly. Yeah. Jay says, never thought about Osprey versus OC, and I can't wait for that. I mean, yeah, that's that's one that I hadn't really considered, and it's one that I think that that would uh, would be perfect for that show, Alex. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a it's a really um, interesting match. See, the whole thing for me is like uh, I. Um, I, th I think I think Osprey is amazing in the ring. Obviously, he's not my favorite person, but you know whatever. Um, uh, OC is one of those deals where, um, like, seventy percent of the time, I really really like watching OC, um, and then the other thirty percent of the time, I'm like, ah, Jesus, what what are we doing? So I don't know what this is. I'll I'm I can't wait to see the match. See what it, see what it comes down to, but uh, we'll we'll see how it all shakes out. I'm sure the match will be uh, will be very entertaining no matter what. Yes. 
Um, everybody is asking me about the Sasha thing. Again, I'm still working on it. Yeah. Matthew says, what a crazy year in wrestling this week has been. Um, <laughs> what a crazy year in wrestling this week. Yeah. Nicely phrased. Yeah, to say the least. Daniel, OC versus Osprey. Really? Not the match I was hoping for. Danielson, Cole, O'Reilly, Jungle Boy, and Darby. Those are all off the top of my head. Uh, Danielson's out of action right now, buddy. Uh, Jungle and, Boy's and, got and we the got, Christian match. We got match. Zach Sabre basically calling him out publicly over and over again. I think if if Danielson is healthy, that would be the match that we're going to do. Uh, Michael Key says, one of my favorite matches ever. Dax is the best, but afterwards, of all the people you have, Cassidy, come on. I like this match. I think it could be really good. I think it could be a lot dynamic, of fun. Yeah, I think it could be a lot of fun. And Tom says, so that's what Osprey wrestles like. He's pretty good. That said, Dax Harwood is the best wrestler in the world in 2022. What a glow up. I'm not going to disagree there. And also, a lot of people still look at Osprey as floor routine guy because of that video with Ricochet years ago. Yeah. That he's, he's added muscle. He's a different wrestler now. He's, yeah. he's added to his game. Great. Eloquent says it feels like Osprey still gets labeled as a flippy athletic guy and he's grown into such a well-rounded wrestler. Goal. I saw Cash on Twitter say the number one contendership bout is about 10 days from being as long as their title run. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. If, if you're them, you can't be happy. There have been so many matches that have been set up and uh, they haven't been a part of any of them, but they've been like the top talent. Yeah. We'll in, talk, in we'll talk, day. we'll talk more about that uh, when we get to the, to the tag, uh, title match at the end but yeah there's there's some interesting things of brewing i think jam beard i'm hoping with the u.s new japan title match between oc and will that now we get ftr united empire in a title versus title match i think it's more likely we get like an eight-man tag unfortunately yeah jam beard with that what we've seen out of dax and kyle o'reilly in a singles match in singles matches in the past few months i'm begging tk to give them a 20-minute singles match i think that would be cool in like a tournament format as well yeah yeah in Simmons, if Dax can rack up some singles titles, he can go down as one of the greatest. If he wrestled in the 80s, he would be one of the greatest of all time. You know what? I'm not. I'm. I, I think that's a really great point. Yeah. Well, our friend Destiny FOMO with a 65 user raid on Twitch. We love you, Destiny FOMO. Thank one of my you. good friends. Go check out Destiny FOMO uh, on Twitter. She's wonderful. She uh, sponsored our show for several months at one point too. Yes, got me, got me pizza in New York. Wonderful, wow. Wow. just wonderful. Shot Kid says, "What's happening in wrestling in 2022? Nothing interesting." Bryce says, "Sasha got released. AEW still working on it. Still working on it." Alex, you can do some reckless speculation while I post this tweet so everybody will get off my ass. <laughs> If she gets released, what are you thinking? Um, oh, I, I, I think, I think she's she's gonna hit Hollywood. I mean, to me, like, I mean, I, I don't think she's done wrestling. I think that she, um, she obviously loves it too much to walk away from it forever. But I think she, like, I think there's something about just proving, no, 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 no. You, you didn't release another wrestler. You didn't cause me to walk out as a wrestler who was upset about her booking or whatever. But I am a bona fide superstar <laughs> and I'm going to show the world that's what I am. Um, and it's not like she hasn't, she, it's not like she's hurting for inroads into that, into that whole area. 
like she's Snoop Dogg's cousin. Like yeah. she has all these immediate ways of get, of getting into all these all these uh, the, the right parties, the right places. She can meet all the right people. I I I think that she's probably wants to go out there and prove that she's a, a big star outside of wrestling. But I do believe she's still so young that she would come back and 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 do wrestling elsewhere to also say, hey, this is what y'all missed out on. Oh man, did you see they announced Tony and Rosa for Forbidden Door? I didn't, but hey, that's good. Um, yeah, they did announce that during the main event. They they put up doesn't a little, uh, quite make thing. sense for Forbidden Door, but sure, I'm not well, going to complain about it being on there. I, I think they heard the, the stuff about like, well, how are you going to do a show this big and have no women on it? And I guess they weren't able to find anything that that was suitable of getting women from Japan over here. Um, so they said we're we're just going to go ahead and do the title match there instead uh, that's sure. better than no women on the show i will definitely say that joel said sasha but not naomi that tells me it wasn't on her end because naomi stuck by her when they walked out so why not go all the way and ask for a release at the same time just my opinion again i don't have the information yeah. i don't have the facts i don't even have anybody else in the company talking about it right um as of now, I've not heard a peep about it besides my conversation with Raj right. that I had this afternoon where we discussed a couple of things. JJ said, I think she'll join AEW as an FU to WWE. I mean, she could certainly make a payday. Yeah. And Jambeard says, if Sasha's released, we never got that four-way horsewoman match that we always should have gotten. Four-way WrestleMania match. They didn't do the Shield WrestleMania main event. They fumbled with two big ones right there. Yeah. With with their own stars yep. that they developed. Yeah. Come on, man. How do you do that? But every year they got a part-timer. Absolutely. Damn. And again, guys, again, I get it. You guys want to talk about Sasha? Send in some super chats. We'll talk about Sasha. <laughs> I just have to reiterate. I have not confirmed this yet. I yeah. asked the WWE rep earlier. They said they had not heard of this as of yet. Yeah. When I uh, spoke with Raj, he indicated that if it hadn't happened, it's about to come. I think he's got good sources, so uh, I'm inclined to believe him. Tyler says, if Sasha gets released, Sasha stands will burn Twitter to the ground. Not if she wants it. I don't think they will. Yeah. JPJ says, the behavior doesn't shock me at all with Vince. What's crazy is it feels like the first time that his power could be in trouble in my whole life as a wrestling fan. I mean, the thing that I was constantly told was it feels like the most threatened his spot has been since the early 90s. And I did, like, I saw the joke. It's like Jeff Jarrett was there. And yeah. for those of you who don't know, Jerry Jarrett, Jeff's father, was the contingency plan if Je if Vince had to go away in the right. steroid trial. Yeah. And it's like, always make sure you got a Jarrett on the payroll just in case, just in case. type of thing. Eric Davis, hopefully the former Red Center fielder, says considering the lack of an official confirmation, WWE not denying the Sasha news speaks volumes. That wasn't it. Let me, let me just reiterate to you. When I ask, they usually confirm it. Yeah. They'll usually just tell me. Uh, there, there were some exceptions the last go around, but I asked about Troy Donovan. They confirmed it. Yeah. Uh, that's just the way that it usually works. Man, uh, a shout out to our mods tonight. You all are pulling an extra. Leave us a thumbs up. It's wild right now. We're going to be here for a while. Alex is getting paid double tonight. That much, I tell you. We're here to hang out and talk with you guys. Yeah. So let's talk some wrestling. 
James says, I've been very vocal to my wrestling friends about disliking the WWE higher-ups, but I think I'm justified in saying Vince and company will allow almost anything that makes money and they can get away with. It certainly seems that way. Yep. Certainly seems that way. And Dream Ninja says, but, 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 Sasha and Naomi are so unprofessional. On to Dynamite. Dax Dax Osprey ruled. Let's go Rose the Storm. Yay for Willow on Rampage. Oh, I love Willow Nightingale. She's wonderful. That was a cool segment. Uh, I I like, I, man, Stokely adds so much. He's great. He's so, so great. I love, like, it's like, okay, Wilma, whatever you say. (laughs) He's great. Um, But yeah, Willow versus Jade is going to be great. Willow's very, very, very good. And she, uh, she's, she's in some ways the anti Jade. Like I just, I, she's, she's just, <laughs> she's just so effervescent, yeah. you know, and like, it, it's a really cool way. I, I I'm looking forward to seeing it. Let's catch up on some other super chats. Aaron says, can't wait for OC Osprey pack and OC was one of my favorite matches of 2020. It was a blast to see live. Pizza Cat says, not AEW related, but if you want this weekend Slammiversary at a better price, try NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And Joey Bats gives you a little hint. If you're having trouble with some VPN blockers, says, ever since I moved to Lithuania, I never get the picture in picture during AEW. Thanks, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Just move to Lithuania, if you know what we're saying. Mm Mm-hmm. Eloquent says, why isn't Willow all elite yet? Uh, she's probably, I mean, who knows? We don't know for a fact that she's not signed to uh, an AEW ROH deal. There are still no Khan or right. Tonga Leona or Jonathan Gresham all elite graphics. So she might be signed in, in that. Our main says they did this on purpose. So we forgot the Vince story. I mean, honestly, that's what I thought initially when Raj told me yeah. that I thought, well, if they did, it'd be to t- kind of take the heat off of that. For a little bit, man, this is one of our big, our, our biggest super chat nights, by the way, of like number of them. Yeah. So we're going to hang around here as long as you guys want tonight. Sure. A smoke break said on a level of scandal, steroid trial to Chris Benoit. How bad is this for the future of the company? His Vince McMahon. Okay. First off, it ain't nowhere near Chris Benoit. That almost crippled the industry. The steroid thing also hurt the industry a lot. I mean, I'm, again, I'm not trying to compare tragedies or horrible right. things, but as far as a threat to his power, the Benoit thing wasn't a threat to his power. The steroid trial absolutely was. Yeah. Van Twinblade says, announcement from the arena, do not miss this rampage. Interesting. Jer- Jarrell says, uh, employment law attorney here, hostile environment and quid pro, ro- cro- quid pro quo sexual harassment seem probable. Seems there's little to no HR oversight. I mean, they are looking into the actual culture of WWE now. That was a part of the yeah. story, as they should. 100%. They absolutely should. Absolutely, yes. Oh, man. Just the information flying in. Alicia Ellis says, are these all the confirmed matches for Forbidden Door? Osprey OC, Tony Storm, Thunder Rosa, Jericho Suzuki, Sammy, Shota Yuta, Eddie, Mox Tanahashi. Yes, I believe so. Yes. Vala Bass if FTR is in chaos now. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Xanthius mentions Bobby Fish has heat with Darby because he's jealous of his skateboard. Bobby Fish never got to ride a skateboard growing up with the wheel not having been invented yet. <laughs> I was uh, I was thinking it was like the only mode of transportation involving was one of those 
giant wheel in the front, tiny wheel in the back, yes. bicycles. But no, the wheel itself had not yet been invented. Um. Ooh, a nice rampage spoiler. That's that's fun. I like that. Um, but I'm not going to reveal it here because I know some of you like to avoid spoilers. Roy says, "Wish Storm and Rosa got more than a perfunctory build." I wish a lot of stuff in that women's division got more than a perfunctory build. Uh, Roy, I'm I'm I agree. Zach said he's going to Blood and Guts Dynamite. Can't wait to see Eddie throw Jericho off that cage live and in person. Eddie has got uh, such great aggression. I really, really love it. But uh, let's get back on track, man. Like, AEW Dynamite. We had the Tanahashi Mox face-off, and Mox goes through all that he's went through to get to Tanahashi. And I like that. It, It added some history to it. And then we get gang wars, Alex. This, mm. this wasn't for me. Nope. I didn't like the gang wars here. Nope. I do like Jericho being like, the only reason you're in that match is because I wasn't here last week. Because I needed a reason why he wasn't in that match. I needed a, a reason why he wasn't in the Battle Royal or anything. Mm. But um, there were a lot of people that I missed being in that Battle Royal over Jericho. I'll tell you that much. Um, but like Jericho, here's the thing. Like, I know I rag on Jericho about making everything about himself all the time. This was the most vindicated I've ever felt. Where it was like Mox Tanahashi, the face-off we've been waiting for for literal years. And yeah. Jericho's like, what about me? Yeah. Make everything about me instead. And I mean, come on. It's, it's listen. Uh, I am getting Shota Umino on this show, and I love Shota. He is incredible. Uh, Eloquent says, hope Mox and Shooter do a tag match. Me too. Shota should be in the BCC. Absolutely. Volop says, OMG, it's Gang Wars. Oh, Gang Wars returned in a big effing way tonight. Yeah. Big effing way. Yoxel says, I mostly enjoyed Yas so far, but it was too much Jericho tonight. It was. There was something kind of funny about... (laughs) Ty and Sammy making out in the middle of the chaos. That's funny to me because they just do that obnoxiously. Powerbombie Wardlow says, Yas Queen, Ty Conti, print the shirts. That's that, that's good. That is good. That is yeah, good. Yeah, that is good. Boom says, just here to say, El Desperado, my favorite New Japan wrestler. <laughs> and he says, and Loco in Spanish. Thank you, Luis, for the translation. Keith notes, the U.S. wrestling audience in general may not be big New Japan fans. Do you think pay-per-view may falter with buys uh, with with buys without big names like Punk, Danielson, Omega? I do. I do think this will probably do less, mm-hmm. uh, less pay-per-view buys than normal, Alex. But yeah. that's okay. They're doing a huge gate. Yes, they're doing a huge gate. Um, I, th- I think the novelty of just what this means for not just AEW and New Japan, but like all of wrestling – might might get people to tune in. Um, uh, it's it's unfortunate we don't get the the um, uh, you know Danielsons possibly uh, Punk, but uh, I think just the just the idea of well Punk's out, so let's crown a brand new interim champion. Um, <laughs> at the, at the, I think and not only doing that but doing it in a match between two guys we've been literally waiting years to see fight each other. 
um, that to me, I think might be able to bring in some more people. Lucas says, I've been pretty religious AEW fan for the past year, but other than recognizing some names, I'm brand new to a or new Japan. Kind of fun being a mark and having these characters introduced to me. Any suggestion for content I can consume before a full or uh, forbidden door on 626? Generally, their, their pay-per-view shows will give you a pretty good idea of who can do what. Right. They, they uh, Yeah. And Joey Bag of Donuts said, hating the build-up to Forbidden Door, barely know most of the New Japan guys. What percentage of AEW fans don't follow New Japan? I mean, I would say a significant percentage don't follow it, but I'd say a significant percentage are also uh, familiar with some of the people. But they, they do need to... They do need to lean in and educate some people on this right and i, I am that's... now typing sasha banks's release is not yet confirmed and pinning that to the top of our chat <laughs> uh but thank you to jake saying raj geary or ray geary <laughs> reporting that sasha got released just a heads up listen i appreciate the super chat and i appreciate you letting me know that because i absolutely didn't know <laughs> But if you guys want to keep telling me that and giving us super chats, I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. I'm not going to stop you yeah. at all. Uh, but yes, occasionally you will see me looking at my phone as I'm trying to get information on this as Perfect. best I can. Perfect. Caden says, going to leave an appreciation super chat for y'all. Big up Sean, Alex, and the mods. Big night. You all are doing great work. We're doing work. We're doing work. <laughs> And Carmel says that most yeah. people listen to music at the gym. I listen to SRS and Alex talk about the graps. Thanks for all your hard work. Hey, thanks for giving a hoot. Yeah. I appreciate you. Nice. Joel Wood says two questions. Number one, regarding Raj's report, can you at least say it's in bit? Well, I think we figured that one out by now. Yeah. Two, could Johnny Ace getting fired actually be a good thing? Yes. I mean, I'm not going to root for anybody to lose their job in general, but um, I, I don't think Johnny I mean, Ace is good at his job. Quite but, frankly, I, I'll say that. Right. I don't think Johnny Ace is good at his job. Right. I think WWE has been in need of a creative renaissance for a very long time. Absolutely. There you go. The 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 just the the propensity of of yes men surrounding like in in the in the circles immediately below Vince is is a bad thing. He needs people who challenge him. Before this, if he's going to stick around at all, you need people who challenge those ideas and, and present new ones as opposed to whatever you say, it worked in, in, in 1998. Let's do it again, boss. That's not going to work. Michael says Sasha or something. Jake caught up on the stream. All good, buddy. Hey, I appreciate you. Thanks for sending another super chat. And uh Jane Beard says Ray Geary, the younger clean shaved brother of Raj. Right. Raj is actually from Kentucky. I don't know if a lot of <laughs> you all know that. Like we had that conversation uh, back in the day. We're both Kentuckians. Hamp Connell says, does this have anything to do with Shane leaving? No, I don't think so. Uh, but Stephanie leaving, yeah, I think it probably does. That, that's yeah. speculative on my part. But she knew. A uh, We got um, Brian Doyle saying, looks like when or if it returns. We've got a lot of material for a doozy episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Waiting on the information from Vice on that new series. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, damn. Sawyer says, Gang Wars is the New Japan thing, and I'm enjoying the full uh, Forbidden Door build 
for the inaugural show without the guarantee of more. I'm happy with as many people booked as possible. So it's not the eight-man tag thing that I call gang wars. It's when it leads to a big run-in, and then those those stables do that. Because it got to the point to where like 40 to 60% of the the segments would have that and it felt like that tonight to me as well right well especially especially when it's something surrounding mox and tanahashi like when jericho's music hit like they panned through the crowd and literally everyone was was making this face what's what's going on like it didn't make any sense um and, and to have them come out and do that and then like all right boys get them and then, like, okay, now we got to send down our guys and have a big brawl where it doesn't even really involve Mox and Tanahashi at all. It's just like a, a way to set up a different match. Didn't make any sense. Oh, boy. I wish there was something for us to talk about tonight. Yeah, me too. Patrick Flanagan says, the smart water making you smart. I'm not plugging them. They're not paying us anything. And Jay says, do you think Forbidden Door becomes AEW Survivor Series and is a yearly event? I like that idea a I, lot. I do, I do too. I think that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Miro versus Ethan Page is a brilliant idea. They got they got behind uh, Ethan a little bit at the beginning of this match. We sure. knew Miro was going to win this. Punk Rock yeah. says he's going to win the All-Atlantic title. Uh Ethan Page robbed says so tired of booking of AEW booking him weak. He tapped really. Come on, Tony. About to take a break from AEW. Ethan should team now with MJF and go after these ex-con favorites. Not buying Forbidden Door. Now, listen, buddy. Obviously, this ain't exactly a secret. Ethan Page is is an acquaintance of mine, buddy of mine. We did a toy, toy hunt together. I like him a lot. Miro's the right person to win this match. Mm-hmm. He's the right person to win this match. And I think that Ethan Page is going to win a lot of singles titles in the future. Um, a whole lot of singles titles in the future. But the right person won this match. The right person right now to win this match is absolutely Miro. And also, not contradictory to that fact, I think Ethan Page in five years is one of the top two or three guys in this entire company if he's still here. Like, that's... and 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 consistently holding a title or challenging for one or involved in one of the biggest storylines going in the show. But right now they're still building him into that guy and he's doing great stuff. Um, and everybody taps to the game over. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like the way yes. he bends people in half, you got to. Um, I'm, I'm fine with this. I thought the match was a lot of fun. Miro is is him coming just having gotten back. He's he's on a crazy run now. I'm I'm very intrigued by this fatal four way that's going to happen. Eloquent says, "Who do you think Kenta will face on Forbidden Door?" Hmm. Do you have anybody that you're you're looking at? Uh, not that I'm trying to think of somebody who's not already involved in something. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I don't know. Dante Martin? 
that might be fun, but like, I don't know if that's a big enough match to be on Forbidden Door. Yeah, I'm looking up and down the roster and I'm like trying to think of somebody that would be a really good person to include. And man, it's tough. We got a lot of a lot of people that are already kind of set and booked. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Penta would be kind of fun. Sure, or like Ray Phoenix. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Brent says, Eddie is totally okay being a one-man gang war. That's been proven. Yeah. And Sindral says, I always think of Miro as really big. Then I realize Ethan Page isn't really all that smaller. He's great. Ethan Page's style makes you think that he's smaller than he is. He's a big fella. Yeah. Ian says, since match of the year got a theme or minute of the year got a theme, even during a singles entrance, Ethan has to come out to that. Tonight he used his theme. Commentary also putting him over big. Hope it's a sign he's breaking away from them soon. Me too. I'm okay with the loose affiliation, Alex, but but Ethan Page is his own guy, and I want him to be his own guy. Yeah, he's he's so far beyond um, Dan Lambert, and I I also think he doesn't. I like him and Scorpio together, but like Ethan Page by himself is is all kinds of money. He's just literally sacks and sacks of cash with a big dollar bill sign printed <laughs> on them. Um, so yeah, I think there, I think there's a point we can get to where, where he's far outgrowing everybody else. Jambeard says, screw it. Kenta versus hook. I don't know if hooks ready for that match yet. I don't know. I, I, it'd be hard for me to say. <laughs> yeah. Dante versus Mox on rampage. We saw a bit of a video mm-hmm. package there sure. and, uh, we've got Darby in action as well. Uh, eloquent says they should do forbidden door annually and alternate us and Japan every year. I could just do a Japanese show too. Just sure. do two of them. Yeah. Roy said Tony should have paid for a charismatic translator. And Daniel says, I hope Forbidden Door is in Japan some years. I just hope they do a, a Japanese version of it. And sure. Eloquence says, Do you have any idea about uh, the news on the CMLAA, a AAA thing resulting in Andrade not being on Forbidden Door? Yeah, it's it's always been a CMLL thing. Uh, that that's been the one thing that has kept a major super show involving almost every company for a long time. And AEW has already broken down a lot of those doors. The fact that they, I mean, they bought ROH and ROH had the CMLL agreement for a while. They're working with new Japan, but they also work with AAA. The fact that they're able to work with new Japan and AAA is pretty special in its own. Yeah. And Michael Ogden says, any thoughts on that story that, a lot of the Mexican wrestlers aren't going to be able to work Forbidden Door due to their contracts in Mexico. I hate it, but uh, ultimately contracts are contracts, and we'll we'll see how that goes. But uh, Luis mentioned that Andrade is being interviewed on Friday, and he's going to keep an eye on that. So yeah. big thank you to him. Hamlet said, on to important news. Any updates from smart Mark Sterling and how he was feeling after Dynamite tonight? He'd probably sue me if I asked, so... Mm. Van Twinblade wants to make sure his humpers went through. They are, buddy. Keep sending them in, though. Yeah. And Joel said, is it possible they're still trying to work on things with Sasha and WWE? It's rare to hear about somebody about to be released. Usually it's not out until they get released. Uh, I agree. Uh, the, the Braun Strowman set of releases, I knew about 80% of those releases before they happened. And um, I didn't believe them because Braun was a part of those. And I was like, what? Really? Yeah. Um, so it, it is very rare that you you see that type of thing. Sorry, I've got somebody <laughs> somebody sending me some info. But anyway, 
it's very rare that you you hear that, but this is a bit of a different situation if you got lawyers involved. And I think Raj is usually pretty good with his sources. Yeah. Kevin says we're approaching the 25 year anniversary. Are we getting Vince screwed Vince karma? <laughs> yeah. And in Simmons says Vince made Trish strip, get on her knees and bark like a dog on TV. The story isn't surprising. I, I don't know uh, how much of that Trish was cool with or not cool with. Right. So I don't necessarily want to, conflate those two you know what i mean i don't want to i don't want to mix something that right is a television show without me knowing the level of comfortability that that person actually had with it yeah. because i've never asked trish about that van twinblade said when did hiromu's tits get so big the dude is jacked <laughs> he wanted ethan to win the rearview spot was kind of crazy and the adams are going to team up and fight bc where cole will backstab page for a match at forbidden door should be good well, let's talk about the rear view spot that he's talking about because Dr. Britt Baker DMD sold your boy a ticket. Yeah. As soon as, as Tony Storm's ass cracked up against Britt Baker's head, mm -hmm. I said, oh my God. And I immediately started to text people to be like, let me know if she's all right. And then Britt did this masterful piece of selling, Alex. Yes. Because a lot of times, if somebody goes to pick you up, your your first instinct is going to be piss off. And that's right. what she did twice. Yeah. She ripped her arm away mm -hmm. from Tony Storm. She went flat on the ground, looked like she, like she was completely out of it. The yeah. ref checked on her. And then she reeled Tony Storm in. This was one of the best sells. One of the best sell jobs I have seen on wrestling TV. Yes. This is up there with Brian Danielson gingerly falling off the apron and immediately grabbing his neck mm -hmm. and me going, oh no, that's it. Like this is such a masterful, good sell. This mm -hmm. was brilliant. Uh, it was. Uh, there are a lot of the little things. And I mean, like selling is not a little thing, but just the ways that she does all these other things in the ring. Uh, is what I think uh, continues to make Britt Baker special. Um, uh, she's been getting a lot of flack uh, for some of her in-ring uh, work. Uh, there's some sloppy spots here and there in certain matches. Um, I, I, I've noticed them, but it, they haven't really bothered me because on the whole, I enjoy her, her performances so much because of everything she adds to it. The finding of the camera, whatever... Whenever she needs it to, to like, like wink at us at home, like not literally wink, but sometimes literally wink. Um, but it's like, let us know that, Hey, I'm here. I'm a fantastic performer. You know that. So do I, all this is great. It's all very, very good stuff. Uh, and I, and I also think that this was, um, this was a, this is a well-told story in the match. Uh, and Tony storm picking up the victory is, is a big thing for her. And it's a, uh, it's a big thing for, the women's division in AEW because Britt um, doesn't usually take these kinds of losses. There, there are some elements of this that I don't like. It does feel like this division has been very 50, 50 of late mm -hmm. and that I ain't cool with, but this match was very good. They have good chemistry. Right. Uh, Matthew plus said, here's money for Tony's hip attack and DMD cell. It was masterful. It was great stuff. Uh, Thunder Rosa comes out, 
it's it's another low scale gang wars situation. Like it's very repetitive booking, and I'm I. It just one without an interference or a post match attack or something like that. It felt like everything had that. Peter Silva notes that Rosa and Tony is at, at Forbidden Door. Great. Uh, and Perry says Kyrie Sane would have been nice for Forbidden Door. Buddy, there's a lot of people that would have been good for Forbidden Door. Yeah. Chris said, legit worried for Britt. She got me hook, line, and sinker. She's so good at many facets of this. Oh, yeah. And she knows that turning as good as she is at finding the uh, the, the the camera, she's good at avoiding it when she needs to as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, this was this was just one of my favorite cells. It was so good. Matt says Britt Baker scared the absolute shit out of me, aided by the fact that the hip attack always makes me wonder how it's safe because it looks so brutal. Well, usually your head is like a little bit behind the turnbuckle to the point to where they hit the turnbuckle yeah. and you rock back with it. Sure. Also, uh, I mean, it depends on who's throwing that move. Yeah. Roy says shout out to AEW production. Showing the hip attack through the recoil. It's like an old Jackie Chan move. Made the cell more believable. Roy, that's a fantastic point. That is a fantastic point. I, I mean, a lot of times we can gripe about AEW's production and missing things. They got this. It worked. Yeah. AJ says, <laughs> butt is a top five way to go out of this life. <laughs> Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Brian says missed opportunity to not include stardom and for forbidden door. They do have a show that day, but they could have sent one person over, right? One person, just one. And Todd star says, Tony's rumored to be the Kyrie's mystery partner for stardom and her match against uh, Kamatani. So they could maneuver uh, that as a forbidden door. Also want to shout out uh, Scott who does our, our Joshi wrap ups and does a Joshi podcast over on Overbook Now, please check that out. Sawyer says, I was worked, so a part of me wonders if that spot still didn't start off as legit. She was able to wake up an improv. Tony laid it in. No, Britt Baker knew what she was doing. Yeah. That much I guarantee you, Britt Baker knew what she was doing. People are asking me to play the clip. I actually, you know what? You know what? Hold on. I got I to gotta switch to one of these because I only have it. You know it's all about life. But there you go. There you go. I had to switch, uh, yeah, switch. profiles on StreamYard because yep. I don't keep I don't keep it over here to troll Alex with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shot Kid says, for all the star power that might be off Forbidden Door, it's pretty loaded. And if we can't get stardom, hell yeah, it's a Storm and Rosa. You know what? That's a good point. That one's going to be a hell of a match. Yeah. And Fluffy Panda says, that's a lot to take to the head. I get it. I get it, guys. You're talking about Tony's uh, butt cheeks, listen, go support the woman on OnlyFans. Yeah, there you go. If you're going to make comments like that, don't give me the money. Yeah. Go give her the give money. Give her the money. I'd, yeah. rather, I'd rather you do it that way. Yeah. I appreciate it. JW Pringle says, mental health moment. Just a reminder to Fightful Faithful, take care of yourself. Some of the stuff going down in wrestling is pretty triggering. Love yourself. If you need to talk to someone, reach out. Uh, fellas, over the last couple of years, I have found this out especially, uh, but... But uh, check out NAMI Communicate on Twitter. I do the, the NAMI walk every year. Me and my family do. Uh, I've got family that's worked in mental health, and NAMI has long been a great resource. Please check them out if you need any help, if you need anybody to talk to, or you need to learn about resources. Israel says, really wasting Osprey on a g- gimmick comedy OC? Yikes. I think you're going to be surprised. I think, one, OC has proved that he can go in the ring, and Osprey... I think should show this side of things, Alex. 
Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think I understand for people who who for whom OC isn't their cup of tea, yes. um, and who for whom Will Osprey absolutely is their cup of tea. Them going like, but I wanted to see a serious match. Um, and I think the whole thing is that, um, I, again, I I I I like uh, OC uh, a lot. But there are certain times where I think he walks right up to that line of where the comedy becomes a little too much and crosses it. But he usually knows exactly where it is where he can tow that line to the perfect amount and then keep going. So we'll see what that with that match. A lot of that depends on how willing Will Ospreay is is to play with him in that match. Jake says, read about Matt Hughes' book. Holy hell, he's such a garbage human. He should have never been on AEW. I'd be shocked if Tony even knows about that. I'd be very, very shocked if he even knew about it. I'm surprised more people don't know about that. I'm very thankful that people are letting me know about Sasha Banks, though. And I am in con I'm in continuous contact with Raj about the story as well. Uh, but don't worry, guys. We're still We're still going to talk about it. Uh, Daniel says, Alex, when are you going on straight to hell? That's a cultaholic show. I'm sure Alex would do it if he was. I would do. I haven't been asked. I'd love to. Doug says, if it's a release, is there a 90 day non-compete? I would imagine so, but we'll find out. Uh, maybe that was negotiated out. Hamp Connell says, I feel sorry for Linda. She seems like a good woman. Again, I don't know the nature of, of the relationship between Vince and Linda or, or their, their type of stuff. I don't know. Jason says, if Vince stays, do you see him trying to consolidate power more, both in creative and business side? Would it be out of fear or just to flex? Yeah, I, th I think we could head towards a situation where Vince tries to make his last grasp. But I guess we'll see how it plays out. Morg says, this is for the facial reactions that Alex gives out during the ad reads. Quite possibly my favorite part of the review. Well, um, are you ever in luck? And you're going to be in luck when you try Athletic Greens and AG1. I absolutely love AG1. You want to drink your multivitamin. You don't want to take one of those tabs that pass through your system. With so many stressors in life, it's difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits and give our bodies the nutrients it needs. Busy schedules, poor sleep, exercise, the environment, work stress, or simply not eating enough of the right foods can leave you deficient in key nutritional areas. And AG1 is the category-leading superfood product, and it brings comprehensive and convenient daily nutrition to everybody. And it keeps up with the research. My favorite thing about AG1, uh, besides the fact that I drink it in the morning, before I even eat, and I've got a lot of the nutrients I need for the day, 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, one of my favorite things is they've changed this formula over 50 times in the last 10 years. So every couple of months, they are adapting with science. And they're, they're constantly adapting to make this a better formula for you. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. I love taking these on the road with me. If I'm at an event, I can take it, pour it into my water bottle, drink it up. We're good to go for the day. It's lifestyle-friendly whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free and contains less than one gram of sugar. There are no GMOs. There are no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. 
Huh, man. Let me let me just. <laughs> Sorry, I got to fire off this message. It's, it's just you things, you know. You gotta. Uh, Dream Ninja says Sasha Banks is the best wrestler in the world. IMO. Hope she at least does the I'm the best tour all over the place. If she really does mm. get released. Um, I don't know about all over the place. I don't know if she needs to, but if she wanted to, she would be, she'd be welcome in any, any company would yeah. be lucky to have her, especially from a performer aspect because she's she's remarkably popular. She is still listed on the, uh, on the roster page. I'm told to promote bits on Twitch. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but send us some bits. How about that? Jambeard says, Britt sold me a ticket on that sell job, but the thing that makes me get so annoyed with her matches is she gets more interference than Cole does. Understandable. There's yeah. too much of it, I think. Yeah. Shot Kid said, the event story gave me flashbacks to Alex reading those WWE Glassdoor reviews on Sour Graps a couple months ago. SGS. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, didn't seem like the best place to work uh, from the people who were leaving it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Berserker Family Video says, can my kids wrestling show get a shout out? Quarantine Wrestling League. Sure, have your fun. I wish I, I could do my own YouTube wrestling league when I was yeah. a kid. That sounds like a blast. Oh honestly. my God, yeah. Uh, Sheldon Jackson says, I wanted Osprey to confront Tony Storm tonight, have her deliver a message to Juice Robinson saying he wants his red leather and gold title. Mm. That's a. I, I don't think on camera they've acknowledged that. I mean, in interviews, sure. Yeah. We had the Hangman promo. How'd you feel about this? Adam Cole says, you're not going to face him. I'm going to face him. Jay White comes out, attacks, and says, I'm not facing you either. Um, I, I appreciated that basically uh, it sounded like um, the challenge that Hangman levied was for Okada. It was nice to be all, able to also get the belt. But really what he wanted to do was face Okada. But... Cole comes out and be like, you're not going to face Jay White. I'm going to face Jay White because it's all about the Bullet Club at this show. Uh, and then, by the way, Okada's not even going to be there. And I was like, okay, so is that a shoe? I don't know. Maybe that could be part of like the, the story they're working. But then Jay White comes in and attacks Hangman says, yeah, um, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you put all your eggs in the wrong basket. I, I'm the champion now. You don't get to face me. And by the way, Adam Cole, you don't get to face me. None of y'all are, are worthy. Um, so what I'm looking at here is, I mean, this is what I want them to do. I don't know if they'd actually do it. Um, they're already doing a fatal four way there, but I love fatal four ways. If Okada can somehow be there, Okada, Jay White, Adam Cole and Hangman Page, please. Let's do that. Let's have those four of the best workers in the world. Go ahead and do that. Oh man. I thought this was one of the better segments. Yeah. Uh, to build up the forbidden door on this show. Brent Lockman says white, not even looking at Cole. Like he isn't a threat. Oh, that, yeah, that's a good touch. There's a good touch. Yeah. Adam Cole breaks the heartbreaking news that Okada isn't going to be at forbidden door or that's his claim. Right. I think you, sh- you got to have him there. I, I tweeted and I said, it really feels like Rob Van Dam, not at one night stand. Oh, five vibes. Like I know it's yeah. going to be a great show, but it hurts, man. Cause that's one of the main reasons you do forbidden door. Yeah. 
Bako Five says, "Who does Jay White face at Forbidden Door?" Both of these fellas, both of them. Yeah. Eloquent says Jay White single-handedly sold out the United, though. Pay-per-view numbers should be fine. I mean, that's just something that Jay White and I have in common, Alex. Right. Uh, yep. We have both single-handedly sold out the United Center. Absolutely. Look both of you. Chris says, like Jay White before, saw Dominion and now believe him to be the guy. Dude has everything. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. Bullet Club has a remarkable track record of the guys. Yeah. Finn Balor. AJ Styles, yeah. Kenny Omega, Switchblade, Jay White. A remarkable. And then people who weren't even the main ones in there, right. Adam Cole, Cody Rhodes, they weren't even the main guys in Bullet Club. Damn, I love that they're still around. I love it. Yeah. I mean, at one point, they were just such a ridiculous merch powerhouse, not just for them, but for thousands of people that ripped off their shit. Thousands. Alicia says, I know everyone loves MJF, but Switchblade has been my favorite heel for years, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. He's just too good. About to rewatch his feud with Hangman in New Japan, a very underrated program. You know, a lot of people say, Sean, who is the guy that can out piece of shit MJF? Maybe Switchblade. Yeah. For, for AEW, it'd be like the devil you know type of thing. Sure. As opposed to him. Eloquent says the Jay White promo after he won the belt was fire. It was. You You're could tell welcome. he was anxious to say that. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. I, I did an interview with him. And he doesn't like dirt sheets, obviously. No. Never and did. I was like, well, let's run through some of these rumors about you. Mm -hmm. And he was it, like, I thought he was legit pissed at me. Mm -hmm. Like, he sells it so well. And then afterwards, he's like, oh, great interview, man. Thanks. I was like, you son of a bitch. You're good at this. You're awfully good at this, man. He is so good at conveying his disdain yeah. and parlaying natural, real disdain, which I'm sure he had for those, those articles and rumors, and then playing it out on screen and upping it. It's so good. Yeah. AJ Lamb says, what if, and hear me out, Tanahashi wins the AEW title New Japan and Kenny returns to defeat Jay White and stays in AEW as IWGP champ? <sighs> I think that anything is possible, but um, I kind of feel like if Kenny were to get involved in New Japan, he would show up at in Japan. Mm -hmm. I think that's what would happen. Get in your super chats, humper chats. I haven't really been asking you guys to because I haven't needed to tonight, <laughs> but uh, bless you guys. We are an hour 40 in and you guys are still over 3000 strong. Yes. And uh, we've got like 571 likes on this. Let's get up to 1,000. Hit us with 1,000. Hit us with that 1K. Let's heckin' go. Let's do it. Also, I got an interview with Steve Macklin dropping on Thursday. Check it out. Brent says, Hangman and Okada versus White and Cole? I, I want to see the IWGP title defended. Yeah. If, if the IWGP champ is on the show, that belt better be up for grabs. Yeah. Ace says, do you think we get a Vincent Kennedy McMahon let everyone down Wednesday from Cole on SmackDown? Fat chance, buddy. No. Beer Watt says, I will vote for any politician who bans NDAs forever and retroactively. That, that ain't going to happen. I mean, yeah. there are some that are banning them uh, in the sense of uh, sexual harassment, though, from what I understand. There are right. some states that are taking measures for that. Alex Lajas, Queen of the Ring, says, Bits in the Twitch world are like Super Chat. 
well, who'd you ever beat? <laughs> Drowned God says, since he already does a lot of uh, outside stuff a lot, Malachi should win the All-Atlantic title and defend it outside of AEW for funsies. Oh, I would love to see him defend that like ar- yeah. around, sure. around as well. <clears throat> so, we have not spoke a bit about Jeff Hardy as of yet. No, we have not. Not a bit. He was pulled from this match. AEW issued a statement that I thought, I thought they did the right thing. I thought that it was the right approach. They waited until they could speak to Jeff Hardy and they said, listen, here are your options. You go to rehab or you're done here. You maintain sobriety or you're done here. And that's that. So they, they posted the statement that said, we were able to resume contact with Jeff Hardy this afternoon. That was Tuesday. AEW does not condone Jeff's alleged behavior. They say alleged because it's a legal matter. Yeah. We've made it clear to Jeff we'll assist him in getting treatment for substance abuse issues, which he has indicated he's open to receiving. In the interim, he's suspended without pay, and he can only return to AEW upon successfully completing treatment and maintaining his sobriety, and they gave a number to a national helpline. I thought that was the right approach. I am not on board with the... Instant gratification. And this comes from a guy who within minutes is is asking AEW for comment. Right. I do not expect one immediately. Right. People have got to stop expecting these knee-jerk, immediate things. You got to gather facts. Yeah. You got to make sure that from a responsible aspect, you're commenting on this. This has got like the this the reality is no matter how many times this happens some promoter somewhere is going to pay Jeff Hardy. And Jeff Hardy, as I mentioned earlier, was in a remarkably close proximity to where Tammy Sitch allegedly caused a man to die being drunk behind the wheel. And uh, that, like, come on, man. Like, cut this shit out. I I think that AEW handled it the right way, but I had a lot of frustration coming from AEW stars who said, like we knew at, at the Conrad thing at Mania, he was messed up. And there was a, a situation where he was in a, in a lobby recently and had been intoxicated, allegedly intoxicated. So there, there were some warning signs there. Also, how the hell is he renting a car? Who the hell rents him a car? Apparently, uh, like his, his license is... He, he had a physic, physical license is what I was told. Right. And from what I was told by AEW Talent, up until Double or Nothing... The Hardys were supposed to win the titles. And then after that, they're like, well, we're putting it on the Bucks." from what I understand. Now, here's the part that also concerns me. That also concerns me. The segment we saw last week that set up this ladder match was actually filmed the week before, Alex. So they set up this triple threat ladder match a few days after Jeff allegedly got knocked loopy or had a concussion or whatever knocked. I, I don't know whatever Matt said. Right. And they set up a ladder match a few days later. I got a big problem with that. Very yeah. clearly he was in no condition to compete during that match, yeah. regardless of what it was. Sorry, having trouble trying to breathe uh, there. About to send myself into an asthma attack. That being said, now, uh, FTR wasn't added to this. Why the hell weren't they added to this? Like, come on. I mean, so, so, somebody else. I think the triple threat kind of thing might have been a little bit more necessary, but yeah. Yeah. And even then, it would have added to the Christian thing, like, come hell yeah. or high water, he's doing triple threats. 
this match ruled. This match was dope. Yeah. The, the table spots were like, we got a, right. a, it wasn't as high as the Bubba Ray no. teetering out, but the, the crunch and the satisfaction of the good table break mm-hmm. was just as good. Uh, we get the win from the Young Bucks. This match owned. We got uh, Nick bleeding from the face. Mm-hmm. The match itself was unbelievably good, Alex. And not even unbelievably good. Young Bucks have incredible matches. Jungle Express are a great team. This ruled. This was fantastic. Dare I say that I think it probably went a little bit better addition by subtraction here. Well, yeah. You, like That's the thing is that regardless of whatever else is going on with Jeff, watching him in the ring recently has not been, not been fun. Like it looks like he's in in serious yeah. pain all the time, and and we know from from these guys doing interviews, and we we know just just from watching them um, that these guys are in constant pain all the time. And one of the main reasons, uh, one of the main ways that 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 people in that line of work self medicate is with alcohol. And I don't know specifically what he's going through, but he's walking around like a dude. Who's he just who can't get out of bed in the morning? And if if the only way that they know how to 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 medicate is that, like that that sucks. That's a terrible way to do things. So yeah, him him being not there, and also like it just doesn't. It's not great. I will say this. To me, I thought the match was going to suffer because you got three amazing workers. Uh, in this match, who, who I have total confidence in doing amazing spots in a ladder match, and then you have a giant dinosaur, and and I was like, I because I, I I think he can be a lot of Luchasaurus can be fun to watch, but in a in a two on two ladder match situation, I wondered how that was going to shake out. And respect to the dinosaur because that final bump he took, falling off the ladder out of the ring through the two tables was a hell of a bump. So you got to give that man his props uh, or that dinosaur. Um, I thought that was, that was a big, that was a big time move. Um, I, I, I think it'll always be a weird thing for me that the, the Bucks get, get crowned in this match after the Bucks lost to the Hardys at the pay-per-view lost to FTR recently. Like it always, it's always going to feel weird about like, I I'm always a big deal about like, I've always, I love win loss records going into account, even if you don't like the, the rankings, usually in AEW, people are, are rewarded for their win-loss record. They, they get put into positions because of the win-loss record. And they've, they've lost two very high-profile matches recently. So it's, it's a tough one for me. <sighs> this was uh, still a lot of fun in the ring. Jay Brown says, who do the Young Bucks face at Forbidden Door? Ah, put me on the spot with this one. Cause I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I would imagine it'd be like a, a high level new Japan tag team, obviously right. like, I mean, GOD was always one that would make a lot of sense, but uh-huh. I don't know. Van Twinblade says young bucks win. Here's to hoping they get stomped by red dragon next week for the belts. And also concerto. Uh, Brian Harper says FTR Bucks at at all out. That would be good. 
I would love that. Yep. Mark Charisma wants Bucks FTR3 all-out main event. Finally going to get that main event pay-per-view tag team match. Sounds effing amazing. Oh, yeah, Vince and Johnny can't believe people are defending them online. Thanos was right. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and we've got Sawyer saying, in hindsight, I'm glad Jeff wasn't in that ladder match. I was able to better enjoy the humping. The sound yeah. of tables crunching under Luchasaurus was wrestling AMR. I love a good table crunch. There are yeah. a few things more satisfying. You remember those Snickers Cruncher commercials where they would stomp on shit? Yeah. It was great. It was very satisfying. Christian says the Bucks winning, obviously, for heat. If you've been paying attention to Dax's Twitter page the last few weeks. He's pointed out how FTR have maintained top position, yet never getting uh, get the match for the belts. I smell a trios feud with CM, FTR, and Elite. I think they're going towards Elite and Undisputed Era first, though. But then it happened, Alex. It finally happened. Yeah, it did. They, they the baited thing. us forever, and they got us, but it finally happened. Christian turned on Jungle Boy. Yeah. Hit him with the kill switch, and then the concerto. And it was nasty. He got carried out after afterwards. Ah. Christian walked over to his, his family, uh, Jungle Boy's family, and said, you raised a dumbass or something like that. I believe it was a piece of shit. Piece of shit. There you go. There you go. Uh, I thought this turn was masterful. Uh, it probably was a little late in coming, but it's the it's the right move for it to happen, period. And I loved the way they did it, of him going over to Jungle Boy, checking on him, making sure he's okay, and he and the trainer helping Jungle Boy to the ropes. The trainer gets out first, because that, that's what you do to yeah. make sure that when he jumps down, you got somebody there. And as soon as the trainer goes, gets out of the ropes, Christian pulls him into the center of the ring, hits him with a kill switch. Uh, that was great. That was a really, really, really great heel turn. Uh, Christian versus Jungle Boy is going to be awesome. Um, Jungle Boy uh, is going to... Um, uh, he, there's a thing. What, what, what do you do now? Because Jungle Boy's got the concerto now. He's going to be away for a while. Hopefully, selling this thing, but now you got a pissed off dinosaur, and so what happens in that match? Well, Christian probably cheats to be to, to do. Do dinosaurs have nards? Because he's totally going to kick him right in the <laughs> nards, and then he's going to hit him with a concerto, and now you got a really pissed off Jungle Boy. His best friend, the dinosaur, has had his skull crushed by some chairs, and now you got a great pay per view match. By the time all out rolls around. This is the turn I've, I've been waiting for to happen. I'm excited for this match. Heal Christian. Chris says he can't wait for it. Uh, and C says fight is amazing. They kept rolling after the show ended, and they showed Christian going up to Jungle Boy's family saying he raised a piece of shit. Yeah. And Michael says we never see uh, – we see stuff that nobody sees. And in that vein, I love Christian. Uh, he's referencing the the fight feed as well. But my God, this is this is supposed to happen. This is yes. what we needed to happen. This is natural storytelling and progression. I was ready for it, and I want to see Christian be a jerk. Yeah. Volum says, Christian saw what they did to Edge. Got to take him out before they take you out. <laughs> I wouldn't hate if he even referenced that. Wouldn't hate it. That would be good. And Jambeard says, who do you think Christian should bring in to feud with J.E.? I'm low-key wanting it to be Tomko. Tomko's long been out of wrestling. And JDB Pringle says the Christian turn on JB is finally happening. Honestly, feels like a month overdue. You think Luchasaurus goes with JB or Christian? Um, 
Uh, you know what? It, it'd be kind of cool to see him go with Christian and be the muscle. Yeah. He he could be the Tom Co. Sure. So to speak. Yeah. Brandon says, note on Hardy's. I saw a lot of chatter. Matt should have done more up until three weeks ago. I was the older brother of a 38-year-old battling demons. As much as you want to protect someone doesn't mean you can. Sometimes they need more than we can give. Prayers for the family before it's too late. Jeff Hardy is almost 45 years old. Yeah. <clears throat> Matt Hardy is not a babysitter. He no. can help, but he's not a babysitter. J.W. Pringle says, Dinosaurs got nards, as does Wolfman. We got thank, thank you for catching the reference, J.W. Yes. Yes. Uh, Shane Haas says, could you see Paul Heyman taking over if Vince is gone? I could see him helping. I could see him helping with the creative side of, of being the guy in charge there, maybe, but. Bry Harper says, anyway, WWE try to erase Sasha as they did Punk. I mean, uh, they they do that with a lot of people, honestly. Yeah, I don't know if that's the direct thing. Israel says, Brian Cage and Christian Cage team. Brian Cage is already doing stuff in ROH. I mean, allegedly. Yeah. We haven't seen ROH. They had a show on the books for next month that we've heard nothing about so far. Listen, all, all, all I need to make that work perfectly is him, for him to walk up to, to to Christian and go, Uncle C, it's good to see you. you I haven't seen you since the family reunion. And then that, everything's everything's good for me. Christian Cage and Brian Cage are then be, become uh, long-lost family members. I'm, I'm here for it. Mike Preventure says, Tanahashi wins the AEW title, takes it to Japan. Hangman wins IWGP, keeps it here, loses it to Okada at full gear. MJF's contract allows him to work New Japan, and he's the one that wins the AEW title back at mm. Wrestle Kingdom. I think you pay off. I think most of the AEW payoff with MJF has to be in AEW. Yeah, I don't think it should be over there. I, I'm open to being wrong, though. Yeah. Bako5 says, love Hardys, but they should be done. They're a shadow of their former selves, and with Jeff's issues, it's best to leave their legacy in the past. Jeff told me that this was going to be the last run. So they knew. They yeah. knew. In Simmons says, if you look at Jeff during his interest at Double or Nothing, he looked sluggish and loopy. I was concerned then. A lot of people were. Uh -huh. And Derek yeah. Gordon wraps us up, says, was I the only one? <laughs> Not quite yet. Uh, was I the only one who knew Christian was going to turn on Jungle Boy after they lost the belts? Make no sense to do a, t a singles feud with the tag champs. I think most people realize that. They just expected them to lose the titles before now. Like, yes, I think that or Christian to actively cost them the titles. I saw a lot of people doing that. Um, I think I think what they did tonight was almost perfection. And Jam Beard says, nice to see OC got the lead role in the new Barbie movie. Very clever. Very good. Guys, thank you all so much. If we missed any super chats, we will get to them. This has been a two hour show. Yeah, we are wrapping up. I am going to I'm going to ask more about the Sasha thing. Of course, I'm going to ask about right. it. FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. I'll, I'll dig into what I what I can find out. Alex, tell the people where, what you got going on. You can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. Uh, over on the Know Your News show, the Jimmy Van sister show to this, uh, we have uh, um, the Get Your Get the Flick Out of Here podcast, which is me and a wonderful Kate Elizabeth. Tomorrow that drops. We're talking about BattleBots, and I come up with a whole new version of BattleBots that centers on backstories and gimmicks for the robots themselves with voiceovers for the robots to tell a whole different kind of a Lucha Underground, but with robots. 
It's really cool. You should check it out. Uh, then also uh, this Friday, I'll be talking about SmackDown, whatever the hell they got going on over there uh, on the Sour Graps show on Select. And Monday, talking about Raw. Guys, thank you all so much. This has been a an insane day. Yes. But thank you all for the support. We're out. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.